Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. We are now continuing on with the series of live in person interviews that Ian Hates Music did at So What Music Fest in Dallas, Texas. I am very happy to announce that today the special guests are Ben and Trey of Invent Animate. Make sure to check out both of their albums, Everchanger and Still World. And as we mentioned in the conversation, check them out on their upcoming tours with friend of the show Ghost Key as well as Gideon and then a Canadian tour with Northlane. You'll definitely want to see them live if you get the opportunity. It was really great talking to Ben and Trey. I would like to thank them once again for being on the show. I would also like to thank Kathleen for setting everything up once again. Much appreciated. To give you an idea of what Invent Animate are like, we're going to play two tracks, one going into the conversation and one coming out. The first track is going to be Indigo, and the second is going to be White Wolf. Both are off their newest album, Still World. So without further ado, let's get this started. Here's Indigo. Enjoy. Oh! 
So I am here with Invent Animates, Ben and Trey. Guys, thank you very much for joining me. Of course, man. You got that right. Like, I have a cheat sheet, but it's just there. <laughs> it's on the background. But thank you, guys. It is so what. Have you guys been here before? Yeah, this is actually our uh, our third time playing. Very in nice. In the past two, yeah, four years, like three times in four years. So Big fans, at least, that keeps you coming back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Very absolutely. Nice. Favorite Texas festival, I would say. What are the other ones besides there, South by maybe? There's there's never never I think it was it never say never festival in South Texas, and there's just there's just more. This is probably the most like relevant one, so maybe that's why it's my favorite. A lot right. of friends and whatnot, you know. Yeah, I would assume this is like almost a reunion of sorts. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Very nice. So you guys are from a very small town in Texas, right? It's Port Neches. Poor Natchez. That's that's I actually. I was close. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. I Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So we get that all the time. Just different, different gotcha. variations of it. I lived in San Antonio for a while. Okay. And then now I'm stuck in Boston. Okay. And we came out here for the show. I love this. I don't know. Are yeah. you guys big fans of? I mean, some people don't like where they live. Do you guys enjoy living in Texas? Uh, I I like. I used to hate it, and okay. now as a, as I grow older, it's like it's just it's just comfort. It's just home, you know. So it's right. like. It's nice and warm. I'll, I enjoy outside summer activities now. Mm -hmm. I used to I used to think I liked the cold until I started touring. Gotcha. And it ruined it for me. What would you say, Dre? Yeah, kind of kind of same. Like like touring, I guess exposes you to all the stuff that you feel like you're missing out on, like all sure. the seasons and whatever. But like <laughs> coming home, it's like it's nice to I guess like at least have heat and good weather and not have to layer up and like. Exactly. Uh, and I like this. I like the slowness of our, you know, small town. Whatever. I used to hate it, like Ben said, but right. it's kind of nice to uh, get home and slow down after you're in a, you know, busy place like New York or whatever. Right. Well, what is your scene like in your town? It's it's different. Um, whenever whenever we were just starting to play shows at like you know 16, 17, 18, um, we had a, we had a few bands that were around. And uh, they were doing, you know, some of them played, you know, they were, they were doing things as big as, like, getting the, winning the contest for, like, the Warp Tour, like, playing the, the Houston sure. date, you know. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, as far as where we're from, there's really, I mean, Janice Joplin is from mm -hmm. Port H.S. Neyland area, where, where we're from. But they're just not that, it, I mean, there's, there's music history there, but there's just, there wasn't that many bands around. Right. And it kind of made it different, and I would say a little bit difficult for us to to like come out on the scene you know sure. we had to travel an hour and a half to houston to play shows with bands that we even heard of you know right and and really as far as venues go there's nowhere to really play in our town we uh. were we were we were playing shows in this like in these like little halls like called a casey hall mm -hmm. and i mean it, it was just literally like a room and like we had to take down all the folding chairs and get a sound system <laughs> and play it so we i mean that was the scenario we were you know faced with so i mean houston's kind of we kind of adapted and kind of called that our scene mm -hmm. but i mean in reality we're pretty far away so it was kind of hard to to come on strong in the houston scene you know right. starting from the very beginning then how'd you guys get together and how'd you even decide that in such a small town you wanted to play this style of music and travel and do all that it i really like i was playing in a band um i got into to the alternative heavier side of music um, mid high school okay. and I was like hey I don't know how to do anything or play anything but I want to play in a band so naturally I picked up the bass guitar <laughs> and um, and uh, I hope I hope no one takes that offensively um, <laughs> and I uh, and I started playing with a band and we were did tryouts and 
Trey came along with a with a friend, okay. and Trey shredded on every instrument possible. Oh. Okay. And when that band broke up, Trey lived right next door to a few of my cousins that I, I went to Christmas with one year, and I just texted Trey because I still had his number. I was like, "Hey, dude, you know, you mind if I come over and see you for a second? You know?" Right. And uh, we just kind of, you know, it was just, I mean, that's how things happen. You're just like, hey, dude, you want to start a band, you know? Sure. And, uh, and I mean, it, it wasn't, I, I would, it's safe to say it wasn't like mega serious at first. Okay. We were just wanting to play music. And uh, as we got managers and got all that, we were like, they were like, you either go for this or you do it for fun, you know? And we were all like, let's do it, you know, let's, let's go for it, so. So then how did you get started in vocals, and Trey, how did you end up doing drums? Um, I'll, I'll answer mine first and give it to him. I, I literally, like I said, I didn't know how to do anything, so I, like, I was like, okay, Trey was a talented player, and I was still playing bass, you know, playing bass, you know, as much as I could. Um, and so whenever I realized that I might have to actually know how to play bass, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do the next easiest thing. I'm going to scream as loud as I can. And maybe that'll sound pretty cool. So we started doing some cover songs. And, uh, I mean, I, I just kind of found my my voice, found my sound, you know, started singing, you know, and just it just kind of happened. Like, it, it was like I didn't know how to do it, and I just did it in the car and did it on my free time until I felt comfortable doing oh, it, God. you know. Um, it's kind of funny. I w like, at first I was playing uh guitar like i at i had been playing guitar for longer and to this day i still think i'm better at guitar <laughs> but uh i literally it came to we we tried out like a few drummers i remember and they just couldn't play like the parts i wrote and stuff and i was just like i'm just gonna play drums right. and it's like it's easier to find a guitar player so that's like literally I, i'm literally playing drums because no one else could oh so like <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound like I hate it or something. But, uh, no, I like I love I love playing drums, but um, it just worked out in a funny way, I guess. But. Well, how did you get so talented or so familiar with so many different instruments in the first place? Uh, I, s I started playing guitar when I was like twelve, and then drums probably like two or three years later. Okay. And and bass is kind of like if you play guitar, bass by proxy, you know how to play, you know. Sure. So it's like. Um, all the all the like main things that go into a metal band, I could like pretty much do. So um, I don't know. I just I I never really as as soon as I started learning drums too. I never I didn't like drop guitar. I still okay. kept playing. Right. So and and it, as well as like writing too. So and I still write. Like Keaton and I write all the instrumentals. So okay. um, I don't know. I guess I just never. I just kept doing all of it. Mm -hmm. Is the is the easiest way to say it. Well, now, with all the instrumentation that you do, do you also help with the songwriting, or is that all Ben? Um, well, I would say structurally, that's all, like, as far, like, instrumentally speaking, strictly. Um, like, structurally, that's all me and Keaton. Okay. At, from everything from, like, the drum beats to guitar parts, riffs, choruses, all that stuff. And then, like, when, as far as, like, lyrically, vocal patterns, stuff like that, that's pretty much all Ben. Okay. Ben, can you go into that a little bit further? Yeah, and, and Trey, Trey's like, I mean, he, he, Trey has a hand in everything we do, so I it's like, like yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm like, I, I'll write something, I'll be like, Trey, is that cool? And he'll be like, no, nah, maybe you could do like this. So, so Trey, I mean, uh, he, I mean, I do initially do everything vocally and structurally with, with like lyrics and all that, but 
Um, Trey definitely has a hand in it. Okay. But, I mean, that's really my – I mean, that's my baby is, is the lyrics. Right. And, I mean, that's really – that's my thing. I love to write. Um, learning learning as, a, as an amateur vocalist, learning to do, you know, write choruses and write, mm-hmm. you know, melodies and stuff – that's something that I've really, uh, you know, I, I just every year get a little bit more comfortable doing. Okay. Um, because, I mean, it's just like, you know, you're, you're like, okay, how does this, how do these screams work over this riff? You know, I mean, that's like, that's the, the you know, the just how it is, you know, and it's like, how does it, does it sound cool, you know? But um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of timing things that, that goes on with it a lot of different um, different aspects that I had to just, like, learn because, like, I, as far as timing goes, I was, like, trash. I could never be a drummer. I, I can, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, it's something that I literally had to learn in the studio, you know, screaming to a click and everything was something that I, I was miserably bad at at first. I see. Um, and, and I, like, you know, just over the years, just practice, you know, and just doing it over and over again, feel like I'm okay, pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, I would say but that. I mean, that's really I mean, that's really my my domain of things is is lyrics and and working on vocal patterns and you know, I really do, you know, I, nothing nothing gets nothing nothing happens without without Trey's hand in it. I would say that's safe to say. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, you guys had Everchanger in 2014. You had Still World in 2016. Between the both of you with writing and structuring everything, was there any difference that you went into the studio for between those two albums? Like, how was that recording process? Did anything change? Um, I mean, uh, vocally for me, and, uh, you know, that's that's kind of what I, what I, you know, like I said, that's what I take care of mostly. I... <clears throat> I I felt a lot more comfortable. The the gentleman recording us, his name was Randy on on the newer record, Still World. Um, he is he's a really he's just he's awesome in all aspects of of you know production and everything. So we really we had a lot of uh, cool ideas to make just everything kind of hit harder. Yep. Um, you know any any like crazy crazy lines that I had, he, you know he was like, yo, let's embellish on that, blah blah blah. Everchanger to me felt like I mean it was my first time doing that. Um, you know I had all these lyrics and all these crazy words and I was like, hey, let's just you know it, it just feels like everything felt like a mouthful. Okay. Um, and I really like kind of honed in and, and learned how to how to write you know a song as far as like you know lyrics and I, I try to I try to write it as as close to like poetry feeling as I can organically. Um, so I mean that really I feel like it's just more more organic and it just it flows more eloquently on the new record okay. and you know I'm, I'm really really like you know we're, we're about to start working on the new stuff and i'm oh, really awesome. excited to to keep keep that you know keep that forward motion going absolutely uh instrumentally i guess f- first thing is that we like experimented with some new tunings um and just got even lower yeah, as like right. as metal bands tend to do sure. over time um yeah, we just kind of messed with that, and I th- I think the heavier parts got even heavier, and the softer parts got even softer with sure. like even even more like I guess ambience and uh, like kind of less happening, you know. Ah, sure. um, and uh, and I guess I would just say the dynamics or the extremes of both were sort of pushed out. Um, I don't know. We it's really I I think it really came to trying to do pick out what we do best and parts that we like or even you know um 
even parts that I think it's totally okay to be flashy sometimes, but just make it count more, you know, Um, and not just not overdo it, but not underdo it at the same time. And um, yeah, just, I guess, picking what we were good at and trying to like embellish, like Ben said, um, and make parts stand out. And I think also um, from song to song and within songs, just make it flow better. Like make, make, make the songs more of just like, a whole piece rather than just like a collection of riffs crammed together if that makes sense but no you can tell there's a flow for sure yeah so for this new material then are you just working on improving what you've done now or is there some different direction that you're kind of looking and going to we haven't started writing yet but with i I think with the vision we have have i would say both like it's going to be continually trying to do better at what we already are good at Mm -hmm. but also um also try to branch out a little bit and we'll i mean they like we we'll figure out what that means (laughs) like you know like later but uh just yeah same thing like trying to trying to get better at what we do and what we're good at and at at the same time explore in a way that complements our sound already um but we'll see what happens, I guess. No, very cool. Well, let me ask you this then. You guys actually have been announced for two pretty big tours coming up, right? You've got one with actual friends of the show, Ghost Key. Austin's been on the show yeah. before. And then you're with Gideon on that one. And then you're doing Canada for probably the first time, right? And that's with Northlane. Have you done Canada before? We, we've been to Canada a few times okay. now, but we haven't, we've never done a full Canada tour. Uh, okay. um, we always hit like five dates maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this time we're doing a full like three week or whatever tour, and um, and apparently North Lane just crushes in Canada, and we do too. Oh, really? We we like literally do better in Canada yeah. than we do in the states. Really, it's a weird <laughs> thing, but uh, yeah, we're excited for both of those. Are there any places you guys look forward to on that Canada trip? Like, is there anything you enjoy specifically in Canada compared to the United States? Um, I, I feel like just the overall overall uh, attitudes. Mm-hmm that come to shows are just like they just oh, they're just excited they're, okay. they're like uh, more excited like yeah. u.s yeah like u.s gets tour after tour after tour sure. and when in canada it's not like it's some foreign country it's just right there but at the same time it's like they just don't get as many shows so it's like they show up they go hard like from start to the end you know sure. it's just a different vibe different attitude and as far as places go um like vancouver just the British Columbia area was just like, like stunning, beautiful. Oh, like, really? Okay. It's just like, yeah, it's just unlike anything I've ever seen. And we've only been there once, and it was literally like one degree. So um, we're excited to be there in the summer when it's not miserable, you yes. know. So it's not going to be a frozen tundra. <laughs> um, so I think that'll be cool. I mean, everywhere in Canada is just visually pleasing. Oh. And and just the people are you know they're very they're very warm and welcome you know they're just yeah. and they just they're just very happy to have you, very nice. so that's that's cool. Yeah, I've been to Toronto and Montreal, but I've never been to Vancouver before. Yeah, Toronto Toronto is like it's a it's a bit it's a bit more Americanized than the rest of yes. the of the you know Canada, but it's still Canada, so it's cool. True. Well, anything you guys look forward to with touring in general? Like, is there anything that you really like and anything that you really dislike from these tours? I can say, I can say, like, a- as the tours grow, I mean, we've, we've done nine or ten tours now. And, um, like, I mean, just more so, like, the shows we're starting to, uh, as, as they, 
as they get more involved, like the crowds and everything, like, you know, obviously we look forward to the shows. We, we always look forward yeah. to the shows. But, I mean, like, we, we've we never been a band. We, we're, we, we do our best to not get jaded on traveling and, and being away. Because it does. You Like, as touring musicians, you put your life at home on hold every time you leave. Right. And we we like to keep it fresh. We're, we're like, you know, when we tour with other bands, they they sometimes are like, God, you guys are like such little kids. Like, because we always like want to do stuff. We want to go hiking. Sure. We'll stop, you know, on the side of the road and just run up a mountain. Like, it's like, and just stuff that like bands do on their first tours. You know, right, it's right. like I remember my first tour type of stuff. <laughs> but but like we like I mean we're we're pretty we're we're like we you know we we've been on the road quite a quite a long time now. Right. And we still do stuff like that because it's like, you know, it's like, it's like acting, you know, it's treating it like you would if you were like a little kid, just like, you know, it, it won't lose its, its, its shine, you know, it's, it's allure and, you know, it, cause it can so easily get stale and just like, Oh, I'm up in the van again. It's, I'm sleepy. I'm tired and groggy, you know, whatever it happens. But, um, you know, I think and Van Anime does a really good job of not letting that happen. We're we're like literally we're the little kids of each tour, sure. and that's fine. You know, yeah. we'll be little kids for as long as we can. So why not? Yeah. Now for so what today? Is there anyone, and probably Sunday as well? Is there anyone that you guys are looking forward to actually seeing live? Um. Well, M- Matt, the guy that's running our sound today just told me conflicting news so i'm oh. not sure i'll have to clarify later what we, i heard we were playing at the same time as i see stars uh. and that they, they like there's a i love them and i know it's like maybe not okay for me to love them but i just <laughs> think they're so sick and like if i were a girl i would love <laughs> Devin. i would sure. s- i would scream for him <laughs> When As he they do. Yeah. As they do. I would, if I if I just saw him walk on stage, I would sc- I'll scream today <laughs> if I see him. But um I w- I wanted to watch them and we have some homies just in like uh a band called Dark Complex which oh, is sure. they're they're from Houston, so really close to us and we've been friends for a while. Um I like Knuckle Puck. Sure. Yeah. They're cool. I I'm like not super huge into like pop punk stuff, but I think they're sick. Okay. And I don't know. I we apparently I don't know what time we're we're playing at six thirty five today and I don't know if we're gonna be playing at the same time as I see stars, but if uh if I don't can. know. That a lot of our other friends bands and stuff or or sorry, before that, like we we just got off tour with like After the Burial and Amir right. um and they're playing today, so I'll I'll watch them and they're they're bros and they're fun to watch. Oh that's um, good. But we have some other friends that are playing like tomorrow, and we won't be right. here, unfortunately. Oh, you're not staying around? Okay. No, nah, we're kind of backwards. One of them because they're from Texas as well. No, that's like that rap group, right? Yeah, they're like rap rock <coughs> or rap metal. Yeah, I we I don't happen to know them. Okay. But just like, I guess the only people I had in mind is like Era. Yeah. Oh we're, yeah. We're yeah. like those are like our band best friends. Oh really? If that's okay. a if that's a thing. Yeah, best friends. No, it's yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we're all just kind of like. Our tour is over. This is the last thing, yeah, so we're all, we all kind of just want to go home, you know. Gotcha. But uh, I don't know. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know if Ben has any. Um, I'm a little bit excited to see Mayday Parade. Ah, there you go. Okay. They're playing. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not necessarily a huge Mayday Parade fan, but the one album I did listen to. A lesson in romantics. Yeah, right? and yep. they're doing the ten year, and it's uh-huh. like, well, I might hear a few, a few bangers that I used to jam, right. you know, back in high school. So definitely gonna watch that. Um, uh, like like he said, there's just you know there's just a lot of friends here, so it's just you know naturally it's fun to watch your friends play. 
Um, I just watched my friends in Unity play. Oh, okay. And they're they're from this area, and they're just crazy show. And um, not necessarily me and Trey, but the other guys in our band really like a lot of the underground rappers here, like oh. Puya and oh. Fat Nick. Sure, sure. And uh, I'm I'm just I know that their set's gonna be like very crazy. Uh, so sure. I, I'm definitely gonna like I'm definitely Walk looking forward to watching watching those guys. Gotcha. And I mean they're gonna be going crazy, the other guys, but I mean I just I'm just interested in seeing it. You know, it's 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 a it's a cool concept having a, you know, an alternative music festival, having having that here. And it's like, you know, it's not necessarily you know, crazy. It's just like different. Right. Yeah. Um and I think it's going to work pretty cool. It's going to work pretty well. I'm hoping so. I've been stuck in here for most of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, pretty much you. setting up and stuff. But I want to see Era. Era's playing a local club right next to me next week. So I'll be seeing them then. And then also Mayday Parade. They're doing yeah, a lesson yeah. in romantics, you know, two weeks. I think it's in May. So I'll <laughs> see that as well. So I think today, because I've literally never seen them play before, I'm going to go see Attila. Okay. Because Attila's playing at the same time. Their, their sets are crazy. That's what like, I heard. They're just, they're just nuts. It's just a big party. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you know, they might not be your cup of tea, but I promise you their live set is anyone's right. cup of tea. Like, it's yeah. sick. My co-host Jackson for the weekly show, I make a soundboard. Uh, yeah, he's now he's peeking over. I made a soundboard of Franz and actually a Frankie from a mirror. Yeah. And I play them for him and he gets pissed <laughs> off. It, just, it works perfectly. It works perfectly. Oh, I love it. How did that tour go with After the Burial since you're just finishing up? I'm assuming it went well. I mean, how was the reaction to Amir's new stuff? I just had Ben Leonetti on the show okay. from Lakeshore. Okay. So he was talking. I mean, obviously, we love Josh Travis. Everyone does. Yeah. But how was the actual it's hard reaction? Not to. Yeah, it really is. He's such a nice guy. He is. He's a good guy. It was. It was insane. I think yep. Amir. I think Amir. Like, I, I don't. I don't think they were like. I mean, they were obviously in, a, in a, like a weird place because they had a complete member swap, right. you know, change, and I, they literally like people that were like, "Oh, I hate Amir." Like, like <laughs> you know, three months ago, were like, "Oh, that new Amir record, though." You know. Oh, really? So okay. I, I think they were, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of people that would normally. Uh, be haters, if you will. Sure. Um, now it's it's. I think it's cool to like Amir again. Oh. And I, I, I mean, I, I I don't think you know we we never really uh, the new record is sick, and I think a lot we you know we're 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 casual fans of Amir. Oh, sure. Amir's sick. Like, yeah. but I mean, it, it was, it's it's cool seeing that like they have that that hate me kind of yes. kind of persona like attitude about their band. Yep. It's like you know some people literally hate them, and then yep. some you know, and I think that. The new record just kind of silenced a lot of people because it's sick and it's heavy and people are just loving it. I mean, people showed up for them too. Oh, there you go on the tour. So I mean, that's that just goes goes without you know saying that like they're they're back and they're probably better than ever. There you Uh, go. You know, there it is. Nice. Well, let me end this with a couple quick questions, hopefully. So one of the segments we do on the show is called Breakdown from the Past, where we try to bring light to a band that was around for a little while and is gone now. So it might put you on the spot a little bit, but do you guys have any band that you would recommend to people that was around, even if they put out just an EP or an album? Can you think of anything maybe off the top of your heads? Top of my head. It's tough. I know. I apologize. (laughs) It can be someone who broke up too. Just off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. there's a band from... I think they're from Nashville. Okay. Uh, called As Hell Retreats. Oh, okay. And That's they, they were so sick. Uh, they, they just, they only did. I think they did like one album, um, that was almost like a different genre. It was almost like, 
it was kind of like technical and speedy and whatever and like they they d- their next album uh called volition okay um it was just heavy yeah it really okay yeah just i don't know i don't know what just they'd have like really raw vocal delivery and um i don't know we i think the reason we probably know about them is because we recorded with brian hood for Everchanger, and ah, he, sure. he he recorded them as well and just they i don't know that it's just a super heavy record and it's really deep too it's kind of it's a uh it's a concept album so the lyrics are very worth uh looking into okay. um they're i believe they're like i don't know if they labeled themselves as such but i think they're like a christian band mm-hmm. but you wouldn't know it from the lyrics sure. it's 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 a rather like pessimistic outlook on it um but i think it's really insightful and interesting i would recommend that album That's great. um if it, if if nothing else it's just very heavy and sick so I've been very into this record recently called Sayusin with Cove. Oh, okay. And uh, I can't stop listening to the self-titled. And I know <laughs> I know they're, they're actually technically, they just put out an album with Anthony Green, but I love Cove. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, and so I would say listen to Sayusin with Cove. <laughs> it will do. All right, let's end this just with a quick question that I forgot to ask before. So on both of your albums, you have similar artwork. Yeah. Who kind of came up with that, and is that something that you're going to continue on in the future? I think, uh, it, I mean, it's really, I, I fell in love with that illustrator, that guy. Um, um, I saw him do a lot of my favorite bands uh, as I got onto, he started listening to, to this kind of music. And uh, he, he just, like, something about, the like, the, the style is, like, very enticing to me. It's just, like, very, it, it, it if if done right, I think it it can evoke the exact emotion that you're putting into the record onto the artwork, okay. um, and um, uh, it was just you know once we got signed, I was like I was like look you know we have a label that pays for things now, so <laughs> I want that guy you know right, and, right. and you know and he's he's just an illustrator in Australia. His name is Glenn Thomas, and um, I I I think that. Personally, I think that we'll do. I want to do like one more of that style, okay. And maybe like, you know, I, I, I just if we if we don't stop, people are gonna be like, you know, expect it every single record. Sure. So I think I want to do the next one and kind of do it have it like the end of an era type thing, you know. Gotcha. And then maybe go on to something a little bit different. I still like the illustrating like style of of the artwork, and it definitely it just definitely like it's. I just I like how it paints a picture of how the music sounds. I, right. I, I I that's huge to me. Visual is just as important as like as like what you hear, like visual the visual side of arts. Sure. So um, I think that I just I, I'm I'm like an album art head, and I think that I think that he painted the picture that I had in my head perfectly with the first two, and uh, I'm probably gonna like I said I'm probably gonna go with him for one more. Um, and then maybe maybe stop. I just don't know. I, I guess he's too. He's he just he gets me and he understands what I want, and he he kills it every time. So that's awesome. Very nice. Well, guys, thank you very much for being Ian, on the show. Ian, thank you, man. Seriously. And look, 
I don't know if Icy Stars is playing with you guys or not, like same time, but I will be choosing you guys. Thank so you. Thank hopefully you. Hopefully, I will get a chance to get out there. The, the girls don't it. scream for me as loud as they do for Devin. We'll so. see. I, we'll look, see. Jackson has a very high voice. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it'll work. <laughs> That's my new thing now, is I just try and get him into the conversation. Yeah, well, yeah. guys, thank you very much. Thank Best you. Best of luck for everything. It's great. Seriously. Thank you. Ian here, 
I hope you enjoyed that conversation live from So What Music Fest. Make sure to check the links in the description of this episode to support the artist. They really deserve it. And just a quick plug here before I leave you. Don't forget that Ian Hates Music also does a weekly show where my co-host Jackson and I talk about all the scene news, new songs, album reviews, album talk, comedy, whatever we want. That's the great thing about having our own shows. We can do whatever we want. And you can listen to that all for free. Just check the other links in the description of the episode and follow everything Ian Hates. Don't forget that there's also Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, which is also free. And in that, I go in-depth with the artist almost always for an hour or so. And you can find some great bands in the list there. Just check everything out in the links in the description of this episode. So once again, thank you to the artists. Thank you to So What Music Fest. And thank you to everyone out there listening. And until next episode, I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.